Grandpa Jim Motivation Central Station. Let's try this for the third time. I started this podcast and then the plow truck came down the street and we had a snowy weekend here and so they're just cleaning up a little bit more. Then I tried to start the second one and he turned around and came (laughs) back down the street again. So hey, it's Monday. That's how things start off, right? They don't always go as planned, but I just wanted to touch base. First of all, how how are you doing so far in the first couple of days of 2021? I hope you have massive, exciting, I want you to have exciting uh, powerful plans for 20. What are you going to do? Are you going to really go out there and achieve? Do you want that great body? Do you want that interesting relationship? Do you want many relationships? What is it? Do you have that answer? Do you have it? And if not, uh, you know, just do the best you can right where you are. Um, I did do a post the other day on humor. And um, the one thing I missed out is... You know, when we laugh, I, I, I missed out on talking about all the physical benefits of that for all of us. Uh, you know, you ever see an older person, right? You know, think about this. You're at the grocery store and you see some people in their 80s, maybe even 90s, and some you can just tell they're bitter, they're, you know, upset. And then you look at others and they're happy and you can just see this glow about them. Well, I definitely, I don't know about you, (laughs) but I definitely want to be in the glow. I want to be in the glow section of that world. So, uh, but the benefits of laughter, one, it, man, it lowers blood pressure. It shoots endorphins to your brain. Uh, When you are physically laughing, when you are having belly laughs, you're taking in a lot of oxygen. You're uh, releasing endorphins in your head. So as my question was on that podcast, if laughter is the best medicine, why aren't you laughing? You know, I use it as a tool in uh, some of my mental health work for sure. If you want to see a film I made where we, uh, you know, it's about stand-up comedy. You'll see a lot of stand-up comedy in the film, but you'll also see how we use the tool with veterans. There's a scene in the uh, film where um, there is a veteran and he is in the middle of a counseling session and I I walked in on this uh, meeting between these uh, this counselor and the um, the uh, veteran and all of a sudden um, the counselor says to me, hey, Jim, why don't you show uh, this guy some of these techniques that you showed me, you know, and uh, you'll see where this guy goes from being just instant, you know, down in the dumps to laughing within a minute or two of this little session. And so it's a great tool to bring people out of dark, deep places at the right time, right? So you got to have good timing. Um, In comedy, we're always talking about timing. But speaking of timing, the NBA, the NFL, are you prepared to shut down again? I did an interesting post on Reddit last night. Uh, I'm in Wisconsin, and for those of you that remember the Jacob Blake shooting in uh, the summer, Jacob Blake was an African-American gentleman that was involved in a domestic uh, dispute. Police officers show up. 
uh, Jacobs trying to flee the scene. And, um, and he's not exactly running or, you know, in a super hurry to leave the scene. He just knows he's surrounded by a lot of police officers and uh, they're trying to tase him. And uh, so he decides he's going to get into, try to get into his vehicle and take off. And, uh, you know, this officer grabs him by a T-shirt. By the, So Jacob's opens the door to his vehicle with his left hand. He's trying to enter the vehicle. Police officer grabs the back of his shirt and then unloads seven shots into his uh, back, in his lower back. Seven of them. Not one, seven. And uh, I was a high school wrestler. And uh, I, uh, you know, had, uh, I could have tackled him. I could have I brought him down. I could have took him down. I could have done a takedown on him, okay? And so there, I also, too, was a victim of um, being suffocated when I was 16. I was in a bar in the Milwaukee area, and uh, this kid had rented a bar out. You only had to be 18 years of age to do that at that time. And the bar owner quickly realizes that most of the people weren't 18. More of these people were underage. And so he wanted to shut it down. And uh, I'm trying to get out of the bar. And uh, there's a whole podcast where I talk about that. So I don't want to go into the specifics of that right now. It's on there. But the end of that story was the way they got me down was six officers uh, uh, a couple of had my extremities and the one that really got me, he pulled my winter jacket up over my head. So my, I, I'm spread eagle, but I'm, my face is looking at the floor. Okay. So my body, my toes are pointing to the floor. So they got me spread out in the air and they take me to the, they all drop me down to the ground. And then the one that got me to quit uh, trying to get out of there was he tried suffocating me with my coat, and he was very successful. Um, definitely had probably three near-death experiences in my life, and I would rank that as probably the scariest of uh, them because I was very conscious. And uh, and back in the day, my other ones, I was not so conscious, right? So then... Uh, I uh, last night I'm warning uh, the state of Wisconsin and most people I'm not warning I'm upsetting but in Kenosha Wisconsin they're gonna make an announcement this week about uh, the officer involved whether the district attorney of Kenosha is gonna charge him with a crime uh, you know was he was he justified in shooting him in the back seven times and uh, my answer would be no, it was horrible police work, <laughs> uh, number one. Uh, so after the fact, now they're reporting that Jacob had a knife in his left hand. Again, he's fleeing the officer. He's not coming towards him. Uh, do you let him just get in a vehicle and try to talk to him at that point? Um, you know, so I put this thing on Reddit last night because the city of Kenosha is already setting up a staging area for protesters, right? So if you know that, uh, I know they know the outcome of this. Um, we had a shooting in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin this summer. Uh, police officer uh, shoots 
three 20-year-olds in a five-year period. So last year he shot another kid and fatally, fatally shot. He didn't just shoot him. He fatally uh, killed three people in the line of duty, right? And they all fit the same profile. And um, the day they were going to uh, announce that one, I saw the National Guard over at our State Fair Park, which borders the town that this uh, decision was coming out in. And it, uh, the decision, of course, when I saw National Guard, I knew it was going. <laughs> it was going to not be a, uh, what the public was looking for in that case. And again, here, it's not going to be, you know, historically, we all know that when uh, a officer is in the wrong, Historically, they have not been held justified. And don't get me started on police unions because uh, <laughs> that's what keeps a lot of these guys getting their jobs back that are bad apples. Uh, but so they're putting up the staging area. So and I hope I'm wrong. I pray that I am wrong that, you know, there's some justice in this case. And uh, the district attorney comes out and says, you know, this officer is wrong. The training was absolutely deplorable. So we need to, um, you know, retrain our officers. We need cultural sensitivity. Uh, one of the um, replies on Reddit. So I put this post on Reddit, of course. And uh, nobody wants to hear what I have to say on this. So they all think... Uh, the majority of the people on this Reddit post think that it was justified, this cop shooting him in the back while he's trying to get away. So I proposed this question to them, and of course, not one of them answered. But, okay, so would you have shot him in the back, right? And I think there's a lot of these guys, they would, you know, they would say yes, which is just crazy, but they're too... They're too, uh, you know, too, if they have such a strong position, then why don't, won't you come out and say it? If you're embarrassed to say it, then how can you support it? You know, I see this, I'm asking the NBA, I'm asking the NFL, I'm asking the NHL to protest and do, do uh, not a one day anything, just shut it down. You know, this has gone on too long. I can live without sports for a long time, but, you know, can you live with people just getting murdered by bad policing, right? And, uh, you know, we're seeing this over and over and over again. And, and I get it. You know, there's a lot of weapons on the street and there's a lot of paranoia, um, and if I was a police officer, I I certainly uh, give them credit for showing up. There's a lot of great cops. I have uh, friends that are really funny. Uh, <laughs> some of the best comics I know are funny and uh, police officers. And I love them dearly. And I want everybody to be safe. But I don't want people... Uh, using uh, a weapon in a situation. See, this is the thing. Everybody looks at this Jacob's past record, right? We can look at guys like Will Smith, um, Tim Allen, um, you know, and, and these guys 
have redeemed themselves. Most people will redeem themselves, right? Most people age out of criminal behavior. I pick up a lot of young men um, in very poor, violent neighborhoods. And I I tell them, do you ever see old guys, (laughs) you know, running around with weapons? No, they outgrow it, right? Um, So, uh, you know, join the good guys, be on the safe side, get out of that environment. You know, I'm always teaching from that perspective. Please, please get out of that environment. Do the best you can. And um, the world does not like that. Uh, your neighborhood might be like that, but the world's not. And definitely try to get out of there. So I'm calling on uh, LeBron James. I'm calling on uh, Giannis. I'm calling on, um, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'm calling on all the big uh, sports name to take a lead on this, and uh, because it, if it's a negative income uh, outcome, and if not, we should all uh, praise and uh, lift up this district attorney because here in the state of Wisconsin, the popular you know this state is is you know. It is crazy, you know, with the, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're supporting, uh, you know, they won't say it. It's a silent thing, but many of them are all for these proud boys and they're, they're, you know, they have no idea, um, the systemic racism and the system, I always talk about young white kids that when I was working in a treatment center, I was in the poorest zip code in the state of Wisconsin, I was working in a treatment center, 98% African American, but the heroin epidemic epidemic was going on so bad that the white rich neighborhoods, all these lake communities where they have homes on lakes, their treatment centers were f- so filled with these kids on opioids. They were sending them into the inner city where I worked. And um, those kids would have uh, heroin possessions and stuff like that. And they weren't getting treated as bad as the kid for the marijuana. When they come into the city, they make these kids sit on the curb you know, and handcuff them right away. And in these suburban neighborhoods, that's what systemic racism is. When when two groups of people in your community are getting treated differently, it's, uh, you know, uh, not right. And so I'm calling on all the professional athletes uh, to, if this thing goes the wrong way, it's never stopping. There, there needs to be a whole, you know, and I'm about, I'm not for defunding police departments. I'm for police. I'm for reinventing police departments, reimagining police departments. I think if you could have sent somebody in to try to de-escalate that, uh, the verbal, um, you know, uh, confrontation that this Jacob Blake was in, uh, might have uh, helped, right? It never was tried, so we'll never know. So we need to rethink these things, you know. We need to get more educational. You know, how many domestic, you know, one guy put on the post, well, he was going to get in his car and he was going to kidnap his kids. 
How do we know that? You know, that's a big jump. Maybe he loved his kids. Maybe he didn't get to see his kids for a long time. You know, um, you know, people in these types of situations, uh, you know, they're not the only couple in the world to ever have a dis- domestic uh, dispute. Matter of fact, through the coronavirus right now, domestic, um, you know, domestic violence is way up. It's off the charts. <laughs> uh, suicide is off the charts. And some of this is getting, you know, unfortunately, Corona eats up. You know, you put out a coronavirus. The news companies are afraid to put anything else up there because they know that word Corona catches everybody's ear, you know. Uh, So anyways, I'm calling on if there's a a positive outcome where, you know, obviously it was a lack of training. Anybody can see that with their own eyes. You don't grab a man by the T-shirt. If I would have had that person's T-shirt, if I would have had Jacob's T-shirt, I would have yanked him so hard out of the back of that car, or I would have jumped on his back and put a chokehold around his neck like the UFC fighters do, you know? So, um, I don't know. But, you know, if you're uh, for justice... Uh, then we can live without some professional sports for a while. And so uh, God bless all. Again, I hope you're thriving, achieving. Um, Life is uh, uh, not always pretty. And um, but we can't turn a blind eye to this anymore. It's terrible. And uh, this is the moment to turn it around. So God bless all. Y'all have a wonderful, prosperous day. I'm going to go try to help somebody today. That's our mission here is to go help other people. How are you going to help somebody today? And the miracle when you're helping somebody else is before you know it, all your all your problems, all your personal problems just vaporize, you know, because your, your, uh, your thoughts are not on yourself, you know. And so uh, everything I've ever read in philosophy is about religion, too, for all you... Uh, Uh, church going Sunday people it's not about you know how many times you can genuflect or whatever it's it's about putting these principles Christ-like principles into practice how can I help my neighbor how can I love my neighbor so anyways uh I'm gonna let you go today you guys all have a wonderful smile you know if you feel you have nothing to give remember you can always give that Warm, precious, beautiful, um, serene smile to somebody. Um, That might be the only smile they ever seen. I'm going to leave you with this. There was a guy that I heard on a podcast, uh, alcoholic AA member, was walking to the bridge, the San Francisco Bridge, and he was going to jump off, and he did jump off. He walked there. And then he lived to tell about it. And he said, all I wanted was one person to look me in the eyes that day. So, uh, you know, that's somebody's brother, uh, somebody's friend, mother, whatever the situation is, uh, we can always uh, be helpful. So have a wonderful day and uh, we will see you soon.